0: Welcome to About Progress. I'm Monica Packer, a regular mom and recovering perfectionist who uncovered the truest model to dramatic, but lasting personal growth. It's progress made practical. Join us to leave the extremes behind and instead learn how to do something to grow in ways that stick. If you like this podcast, then you will love my new course, Called the Sticky Habit Method. It's all about how to form habits outside of perfectionism, and yes, it is possible. You can check it out at com slash stickyhabit method. I just turned 36, and that may sound very old for some of you and young for others, but I was thinking about this the other day and I can confidently say that I have changed more the last 10 years than I did my first 26 years of life. Have you changed too, from your worldviews to your personality to your beliefs, political or otherwise? I know both from my own experience and from this community and what I hear from you that the hardest part about changing is how your loved ones struggle to navigate that change, and vice versa. Sometimes we are lucky and there are relationships that change alongside us and other relationships that accept us no matter what. But what about the people that matter so much to you, but they just don't get you anymore? Or even worse, they flat out reject who you've become? Today I invited my old friend on the podcast, Sally Osborne. Sally will share a little bit about her own story of making significant changes as an adult and a lot on how you can navigate the most important relationships you have even after you've changed just like she has. Sal is a podcaster with the Peace Out Podcast, a coach to those who are coming out of the closet and or religion and as a mom to a combined seven children with her new wife, Lena. She's also one of the smartest, coolest, and kindest people I know, and I feel so lucky to know her and share her with you today. Even if your story doesn't mirror Sally's, the lessons she's gleaned from her life are powerful for all of us, whether you're the loved one who has changed or the one trying to show up better for someone who has. I've always been so proud of how open this community is to learning from other people's stories, and I know both Sal's story and her wisdom will help you and those you love as you navigate your relationships after you've changed. Sally Osborne, welcome to About Progress. Hey, Monica, my old pal.
1: I my know. BYU pal.
0: I was thinking about this morning just how far we go back. And I'm grateful for, for that history that we have and the friendship yeah. that we have. And yeah. I'm also really grateful to be talking to you today. As, as I was saying off the air, I've been thinking about this topic for a long time. And I knew that you were the person I wanted to have on to talk about it. And it's something that I've been seeing in my community a lot. Women are changing mm-hmm. as we should, mm-hmm. we should all be changing mm-hmm. across the spectrum of whatever that means. Women are trying to find ways to be more authentically themselves. And that feels good. It feels empowering. And it's also complicated.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And one of the biggest obstacles to authenticity is relationships
1: and mm-hmm. how to navigate
0: the ways that you've changed and how that makes you show up differently to your relationships or how it makes other people show up differently to you. It's very complicated. Mm -hmm. So with these shifts we're talking about and changing, that's why you came to mind. You've been through an awful lot of change the last couple of years. And so I'd like to start this conversation by hearing more of your story and the changes that you've experienced. And then we'll leave more into the, the topic of how women can navigate the changes that they're experiencing within their relationships.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Cool. I am happy to be here. I really have loved watching your journey and seeing you just like step into yourself and live your purpose. Like it's really fun to watch. I was always Thanks. impressed with you when you were, you know, freshman Academy mentors yeah. at BYU. I feel like really thankful to have this opportunity. Thank you for having me on. I I called you up when I was starting my own podcast and asked for advice. So I appreciate that. And, and you're killing it. And also I talked to you through my faith transition. I mm-hmm. I am a former Mormon. I was raised Mormon and in about 2017 is when I stepped away. My husband and I kind of went through a faith journey together and we left the church in 2017. And that was a really... Tough time, really mm-hmm. scary and traumatic and not something I ever expected. I was a fully, fully Mormon gospel doctrine teacher, the whole thing. I had just mm-hmm. had my third baby and uh, it was tough, so tough, especially with the relationships close to me who worked still Mormon, namely my parents and some of my best friends, obviously my community. And that was... Just such a great learning experience. And and when we say change, I feel like that means growth. Anytime we're changing, we're growing and evolving. It, it's painful to have change sometimes because it feels like loss. And sometimes there is loss in change. You know, when something changes, like when you say yes to something, you say no to something else. And so it's painful, but it's also growth. And ultimately it's always worth it. And so obviously when you're living in a certain kind of way, then you step into a different place, there's still all those people that are still where you were. And so obviously mm-hmm. there's going to be a little bit of disconnect there or a lot of disconnect depending on who it is. So I'll just finish like kind of my story and then we can go back to that. But about two years later, I realized I was not straight. <laughs> I realized I was gay and I got divorced and I am now with my fiance, we're getting married pretty soon in a few weeks. And we have a collective seven children and we've been living together since 2019. And it's been a freaking wild ride. (laughs) Combining when when we moved in together, my littlest had just turned two Mm -hmm. and her oldest, I believe was nine. And so it was a lot of kids, same ages. I never had to like provide for a family. So I had that situation, you know, dealing with divorce and the loss of that. And that, that, complicated emotions around that was just really hard and and then learning how to co-parent and being without my kids every other weekend was just like soul crushing for a long time it's just been a lot of adjustment really things that I think people won't talk about enough and also really beautiful and amazing and I, I'm experiencing like Like I'm a teenager, love for the first time in a a way that I've never experienced. I'm learning and I'm growing. I became a a yoga instructor. I learned how to meditate. I learned about psychology and and I just went in hard with everything. And I was doing that before I learned that I was gay. And that's what led me to that. You know, Mm -hmm. I was committed to myself instead of committed to pleasing other people or doing things in a certain way that I thought was right. I just surrendered to what is and that's what came up. When you no longer decide to be asleep anymore, it's not going to be just good feelings. It's going to be a whole range of emotions, right? So you're going to feel all of the amazing emotions, but you're also, you're, you're going to feel the full range of emotions. So it's not, it's not mm-hmm. all rainbows and butterflies, but it's worth it. I mean, I'd, I'd rather feel the pain and also feel all the joy. <laughs>
0: Well, thanks for so generously sharing your story and, and also sharing the yin and yang of it. Like it's, it is painful and it is joyful. And Mm -hmm. I know, you know, people who are listening might not relate exactly to your, your story line by line, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they can relate to painful growth, painful change and not the fallout, but, and that's not the right word, but how it will trickle down to everything else in your life. So let's talk more about this specifically with relationships and in your own experience. And you also work with clients who are going through a lot of change too. Mm -hmm. what do you see are the biggest shifts to relationships that people face after they've made some pretty big changes? What should they expect? What should people expect in relationships to face in the other person? And most of this, I think is emotional. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. for example, I already know. That one of these things is fear. Expect to be met with fear from mm-hmm. the other person.
1: Mm-hmm. When you share your truth with people, they're going to be traumatized in a certain kind of way. They're going to be surprised. They're, they may be threatened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They may feel confused. They may mm-hmm. feel sad. Because who you are to them is what you have always been. So when you change, they have to reconfigure who you are. They're like, wait a second, you're married with three kids. How can you be gay? Like, that doesn't make any sense. And so they're gonna kind of push back. It's it's a natural instinct to have this reaction. And it, it is not about you, honestly. Like, remember that. When people react to you and when they are distant or confused or hurt or even disappointed in you, Mm. it's not, it's not about you. It's about their, it's about their perception of you and how you are to them in your life. Like it all fits. Everybody has a place. This is my daughter. She's a mom with three kids and that's where you go. And this is what we talk about. And all of a sudden that changes and she's like, wait, no! you have to go back into that place. I don't know where to fit you now. This is, this is throwing me off. People don't usually react very well unless you prepare them. And that's why I I said to my mom when I came out to her, I'm like, I sent her a text and I'm like, make sure when I, I need to tell you something, make sure you're in a place where you can be calm and not distracted. And I just need you to listen and love me and then. We can have another phone call later. It's not more, but I just need you to listen and say you love me. I like told her exactly what to say and do because I knew I couldn't handle anything else at that time.
0: And I'm amazed I'm so, you I,
1: had the fortitude to know. Thank you. Well, yeah, I was super fragile. I knew I needed mm-hmm. to tell her. I also knew it was kind of one of these out-of-body experiences where my subconscious, like it had been building my whole entire life. And I was 33 And it was like, you have to stay on this path or anything could like possibly throw you off. You need to not let that in. So I was really protecting myself so I could continue to listen to myself because I knew my mom had a big influence on me and I I didn't want to let that sway me from what I needed to do, what I knew I needed to do. And I could have given her more credit and, and not that she would try to sway me some way but I'm I'm glad that I played it safe in that situation and people may be also pushing back you know Mm I it's like weirdly defensive yeah like because you're like directly threatening their whole worldview their security in life you are saying you are wrong and I am right like that's how their brain is going to process it. So of course they're going to be a little defensive or of course they're going to feel sad or disconnected. Like, oh no, we're not going to be able to talk anymore. We're not going to be able to have this deep relationship in. So just know that when that happens, you are so much more than this and and you will get through this and it's up to them. It is not your responsibility to hold space for other people's, discomfort with your truth you do not have to hold space for them while they are processing their judgment of you (laughs) they can do that on their own you can tell them you can be respectful and then you can have boundaries because your value is inherent you do not have to earn your value you do not have to earn your place in anyone's life you matter you are worthy it doesn't matter what you do who you are your roles, nothing. You are born with it. And if they don't see that, then that's, that's on them and they can come around. And if they don't fight, like it's a sifting process. Mm-hmm. This is, this is a process of like, okay, I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to show up. This is me. I'm changing who's in it. Who's not like you get to find that out. And sometimes you lose people up uh, for sure. You will lose people. If you change, Guaranteed, there will be people that leave your life, but there will be lots of people that come into it as well. And that's beautiful. It's part of the growth. And those relationships that stay with you, I mean, think about that. That's amazing that they're gonna be even more rich, more beautiful because of all the things you've been through and how they've been able to show up for you. And take the opportunity to change because you change. I mean, how beautiful is that? My mom has transformed in the last five years. She's a different person. And she could have just been like weird and protective and like distanced herself from us. But nope, she is freaking amazing. And we are close and she's been open. And I know it's been hard, but we're, we're better for it. And there are other people that, I, that, that are not in my life anymore. And that makes me sad. But also I honor them on their path and I need to keep going. And if they're not ready to go, that's okay. And maybe our paths will meet again. Who knows?
0: I feel like we can expect people to not know what to do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Patrice Washington's been on the show in the past and she said something that I've never forgotten. She's like, I can enroll them in the vision or I can just keep living out the vision and they Mm -hmm. have the choice whether or not they're going to join in on it. And everything you have shared has been so exemplary of that. But yeah, relationship, like on the other side of this, there's a lot of change. And with that can come a lot more growth too and, yeah. and depth. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, I often speak about how women must do habits differently. And one of the biggest reasons why is simply biology. In other words, hormones. Our hormones are a real factor to how we feel physically, mentally, and emotionally, and they constantly change day to day and year to year as we age. My friends warned me that the hormone roller coaster gets harder as we get older, and they were right. From worse PMS to more aggravating period symptoms to all the things that come with perimenopause and menopause. If you're wanting help with that hormone roller coaster, I want you to check out today's sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and their supplement. Hormone Harmony, a bottle of which is sold every 24 seconds with over 17,000 reviews. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause, any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible perimenopause menopause and menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas and so much more. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of those things. If you want to feel more like yourself, make sure you go to Happy Mammoth and find Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code PROGRESS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PROGRESS for 15% off today. For those who are trying to figure out how to navigate this, because they're kind of in the place of almost having to be the leader and the way that their relationships are changing, which is both a hard position to be in. But also weirdly can be very empowering when you're looking at it as a place of I can lead the way that these relationships might transform. What tips do you have for them as they're trying to navigate that?
1: I would say that it is ever changing and it's mm-hmm. a journey with the relationships. It's it's a flow. So at first, when somebody's going through something traumatic or something even beautiful it's kind of like you have to go into a cocoon and you don't really have the energy to give to the people that you normally do you kind of have to it, and this is a good thing to protect yourself and so usually there's a there's a phase of like disconnect and it's not a bad thing it's a healthy thing so a time mm-hmm. of going inward and taking care of yourself the person who's going through the changes mm-hmm. is is really important because during this time you have to have a lot of clarity you have to have a lot of self-love and care to be able to carry you through and you don't want to muddy up your clarity and your courage to change because it takes courage with other people's opinions and other people's perspectives and the pressures from other people especially your parents i mean it's it's important to step into your own and be okay having boundaries during that time because they need to process as well they need time to process and it's it's more healthy to process usually for a while without each other without doing it in front of each other because that mm-hmm. can, you can you're in trauma brain so you can both say things that you don't mean you can both say things that you regret and that's unnecessary so protecting the other person by going through your processing away from them i think it's really respectful i think it's really loving to do that for example i did that both times with, with, when I left the church and when I came out, there was a period of time of like, kind of like, here's this information, let's go away. And kind of like, you can process that, but like, don't tell me because I need to take care of myself. It was a fragile time. I was very fragile. Mm-hmm. I was not like, I told my parents very quickly after I, I had this change in faith very quickly after I came out. And so it's not something that I was on super solid ground with yet. And But I but I'm so close with them. And so I I wasn't going to keep that information. And I'm glad I did tell them right away, because we were kind of going about it similar timing. It wasn't like I changed my whole life for two years and then kept it away from them and then told them, I think that would have hurt our relationship. So Hmm. I'm happy that I told them right away, and then I'm happy that I had that. Not to say that the the separation wasn't painful and a little bit scary, like oh no, is this how it's going to be forever? But it wasn't, and and it, like I I finally I naturally figured out when it was time for me to come out to come out of my cocoon to like step back into the relationship, and I slowly would start to share more of myself with my friends and family who who were kind of not you know, who were still where they were when I changed. And at the same time, I made new friends. I, I made people, I made friends who could support me during that time who were not the same people that I had before. So it's, it's important to create that new kind of community, at least have a few people that can understand you and see you and relate to you while you're kind of away from and distancing yourself from the people who need to process. And also, like res- resources, you know, online communities or podcasts and stuff uh, are really, really, really helpful. And during that time, I think it's a, a good idea to s- keep some kind of connection where, like, hey, I love you. You know, I'm not, this isn't a long term thing. I just need time. A huge, 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 huge thing is communication, like hmm. being able to still be in communication with people and learn how to regulate your nervous system not react be your highest self and and look at the long run here don't don't try to force things when they're not there don't try to force someone to understand you don't dump all of your emotions onto them or tell them why you left or tell them all about, you know, everything, because that's just going to exacerbate the disconnect. In a way, it might make things worse. And so after that time of disconnect, there comes a time where the person that changes has decided like they would safe enough to start talking. in the important thing at that point is to make sure you keep it about yourself and you just share your own experience and you don't project and you don't make it about them you just share and be really vulnerable and really loving and show up as yourself and then give them an opportunity to do the same so you're kind of teaching them how to show up by how you show up you're being mm. the example you are being the teacher in a way without saying i'm the teacher and that's a big thing that I do when I, when I help people come out is how to phrase it, how to show up energetically. Cause a lot of people want to say, I hope that we can still be close. And I hope that you won't do this. And I'm like, no, 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 you can't say that. Like that's telling them you're expecting them to do that. Hmm. You can, you can say, I know this is hard and that's okay. And I know we will still be close and we will never not be family. And we will, we will get through this together and you know you're you're setting up expectations by how you present this information and how you show up so if you're expecting them to show up in a certain way you've got to do it yourself because they're not going to know what to do They're, they're clueless like most people that have this stuff happen to them you know it's it's not something that people are very experienced with so yeah I think if you're the one that is doing the changes, unfortunately, you can expect to not necessarily have someone holding space for you in the way that you want. You have to go out and do that for yourself and find the support that you need and not depend on those those people. When we try to be someone else for certain people, that erodes the relationship. And so... Even though it's hard, it's really important to show up as your authentic self with hmm. everyone, with those people okay. and not shapeshift because that's going to lead to a really surface level relationship. So I would say push yourself to the point where you are able to show up as yourself and as your highest self. For these relationships so that you are authentic, but you're loving and you're understanding and you connect with them because they're another human, not because they go to the same church as you, not because they have the same political views as you, but because you're both humans and you're having the human experience and you can love each other for many, many different reasons. We're so much more alike than we are different. And keeping that at the top of everything, is a way that you can continue to have those special relationships that you really want to hold on to.
0: You probably heard me like do a big sigh. I was listening to that just because it like kind of hit me in the gut. You know, I, I don't have the exact same experiences you've had, but I have experienced feeling like I'm not showing up as myself. And it goes back to, you know, fear and all the other things that we've talked about. So that was for me. So thank you. If you were to, to, to just look at anyone who's going through a change and give them a little piece of hope here, what would you say to them?
1: I would say I'm proud of you and change takes courage. It's easy to stay the same. It's easy to stay comfortable. It's hard to step out and do things different because it's unknown. Your life is just outside your comfort zone. The life of your dreams exists right outside that unknown, that dark area. And there's something in me that just tells me the universe is cheering for you. This greater power, this higher power, whatever it is, is asking you to keep going. And every time you show a little bit of courage, it's going to come back to you a million times over. And that's what I've discovered. The more I lean into that scary thing, the more I lean into that scary thing that feels exciting, the more my life gets beautiful and vibrant and more expansive than I ever could have imagined it being. And so just keep going. You, what else do you have left to lose? I mean, I think back Mm. about, you know, myself five years ago and I would not want to go back there. Yeah. I mean, my life was easier. I will say that a lot easier. Mm-hmm. My life was smooth and I had all my needs met. But there was, there was something missing. There was uh, gaping holes there. And I cannot unknow what I know now. And I would never want to go back, even though it's been hard. So hold on to that thought, that feeling, those little glimmers of beauty that you felt there's so much more of that to come so much more oh so beautiful thank you sal i
0: would like to be able to send people your way so where would you like them to go
1: yes instagram is mainly where i hang out coming out coach is my instagram handle and my email address is Osborne at gmail.com. You can hit me up there. Oh, wow. Thank you. I am a coach. I have a podcast called Peace Out. And also, Lena and I have been filming a documentary for Hulu for the last year, and it's coming out in June for Pride Month. So look out for that on Hulu. And yeah, I also have an interview on Mormon Stories. That's like six hours long. <laughs> if you want to hear more of me talking. But yeah, I'm I'm just happy to be able to do this work have a part of changing and i mean change is my whole thing like this is what i focus on and i love empowering people and just being a mirror just being a mirror Mm -hmm. to people and showing them who they are Mm -hmm. has been like such a gift to my life to be able to have uh that those experiences with other people and all you listeners Remember that you're freaking awesome and don't (laughs) let anybody else tell you different. Love it. Love your fire. And I love you. Thank you so much, Sal. Love Love you, Monica. Thank you for having me on.
0: I hope this episode gave you the hug and kick in the pants that you need to grow. I'm going to share the progress pointers now from this episode. It's where I share the notes that you don't need to take. (laughs) And I send this in a graphic form to my Go-Getter newsletter subscribers each week. Number one, change can be painful, but it also means you are growing. Two, expect to be met with complicated feelings and resistance. Three, Start with a disconnect time. Give yourself a cocoon time while maintaining some sort of connection to loved ones. Build a supportive community, communicate, and don't try to force love or understanding. And four, when you're ready to reconnect, simply share your experience with love, show up as your real and authentic highest self, and give them the opportunity to do the same. Your do something challenge is to take a moment to be proud of the changes you have made in your life. This is a bit more of an abstract one, but I just thought no matter how you've changed, if you can just take a moment and be proud of yourself, be proud of how you're raising your kids differently than maybe your parents raised you, be proud of how you've shifted in the ways that you used to view people who belong to a group outside of yourself or whatever it is, just take that moment to be proud. And when you've done that, I would love to hear about it. You can DM me, email me, share it on your stories and tag me no matter what. i love to hear you. And I highlight two progressors a month on our growth spurt episodes. Was this episode helpful for you today? If so, I have two free and easy ways for you to help the podcast in return. The first is to just share about the show with a friend. If you choose to do that on Instagram stories, you link to the show and you tag me at about progress, then you're automatically submitted to our monthly giveaway, just as a quick reminder. And the second way you can help the show is to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Thank you so much for listening. Now go and do something with what you learned today. From your world views, that's the hardest word to say.